News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app or on uh, watching live on the On The Mark Facebook page. Thanks for making us a part of your morning. This is On The Mark. I am Mark Hespin. We are brought to you by Cutest Honda Hyundai and that amazing jingle. Faith family giving back. As you can tell, I didn't sing it. Uh, Cutest country. That is a fact. Faith Family Giving Back. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. They extended 0% financing on Honda. So why not start off your Super Bowl weekend with a brand new Honda from Cunis Honda Hyundai? I'm telling you, the best decision I've made since I moved to Quincy almost two years ago, coming up on the two-year mark for me in uh, in this area and, and being a, a part of your lives here in this uh, Kick FM and KHMO uh is was getting a part of becoming a part of the Cunis Country uh, family and buying from them. It's a great, 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 great company. All right, let's focus in. I was just saying to the Facebook Live audience uh, before I started here up at the show in, on episode seventy-two. Believe it or not, episode seventy-two of On the Mark is that it's always a sad day. When we get to the end of the football season, the end of the football season is sad. We love, I love football. I, as you know, if you listen to the show, we live, breathe, and eat football on this show. Football pays the bills for everyone in the world of sports talk. And it is king in American sports landscape. But it's also done so well because football gets to culminate in this immaculate, immaculate game, the Super Bowl. And, this Super Bowl, especially when we look back at history, has the potential to be an absolute all-timer. An absolute all-timer. The fact that it's the first ever Super Bowl where a team is hosting in their home stadium alone sets it up for the fact that it's going to be one to remember. It will always have that little Jeopardy question, you know, to it. What Super Bowl, what team hosted them, you know, in the first, it, it, you can see that question being asked. It's a trivia question in sports pubs for years and years and years to come. But let's just get down to it. Chiefs, Bucks in Tampa. I want to start by saying, I think this is going to be a very interesting game. I truly believe that this game going into the fourth quarter will be, have been exciting, watchable, uh, and, and a game that we all will have a, a really great feeling about when we go to when we go to sleep Sunday night, saying, "Wow, that was great entertainment." I worry though about what happens in the fourth quarter. So let's just start with this. There's obviously some big matchups to watch out for this game. The one that I feel like really can determine the outcome of this game is that banged up Chiefs offensive line against that very healthy. Very talented Bucks defensive line. I mean, that Bucks defensive line, it's got Vita Vea. We know, obviously, about Shaq Barrett. 
We know obviously about JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. A very, very good group up front. Dominant uh, defensive line. And we know that they can play against good offensive lines. The, the Green Bay Packers are a very good offensive line. And that Bucks defensive line is, is one of the main reasons, besides Brady, that the Bucks are hosting this Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs because the dominance that they had in Green Bay against that Packers offensive line. Dominant. Absolutely dominant. So that is a key. Obviously, no Fisher, no Mitchell Schwartz. And it's going to mean that the Chiefs' total game plan might change midway through the first. They they may go in with the game plan like they did week 12 when they played the Bucks, and they're like, hey, let's just hit Tyreek Hill you know, for seven catches, 203 yards, and two touchdowns all in the first quarter. But then not then maybe realize quickly, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This offensive line that we have had to piece together is not going to hold up against a completely healthy defensive line for the Bucks, where there was no Vita Vea in that game against the Chiefs. So obviously that is a uh, that's a, a, a massive, massive matchup to watch for. So there's that. But for the Bucks to actually beat the Chiefs, they're going to not only need to get after Mahomes like they got after and sacked Aaron Rodgers. That alone is not going to beat the Chiefs for the Bucks. They're also going to need to dominate time of possession. And, and when you hear, oh, time of possession, you need to keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, your first thought is, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And I, and I think that's not the way to do it. I think the Chiefs' run defense is pretty solid. Uh, Chris Jones plays the run really well. Tyron Matthew, uh, the linebacking group, Sorensen, the, they, they have guys that can stop the run game. And the Chiefs' defense is not horrendous against the run. I've been better in it against the play, in the playoffs even as well uh, against that very talented run offense of Cleveland. I think Kansas City could play the run. What I mean by the Bucks needing to control time of possession and needing to have the ball and keeping it out of Mahomes' hands is I think they need to play a little bit like the way New England played with Tom Brady when they beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game two years ago. And what I mean by that is, I mean they need to play the style of game where Brady is able to move the chains consistently with short passes. Five, six, seven, eight-yard passes. Dump-offs that turn into, get it into Godwin's hand quick, get it into Antonio Brown's hands quick. Quick slants to Mike Evans, Move the chains because those type of move the chains possessions for Tampa open up the run game for Jones and for Nett, who've been very good in the playoffs. That then opens up the big play possibility if you have to finally stop Evans and stop Godwin and stop Brown and, and Gronk on these short passes and you come up, you bring that those safeties more up and into the box – that gives you the opportunity to go over the top of the Scotty Miller, over the top of the Mike Evans with the Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, and Gronk through the seams in the middle. 
So not only do the Chiefs have to get after Mahomes, they have to dominate the defensive line versus offensive line of the banged-up O-line of the Chiefs. I also think the Bucks have to control time of possession with the short passing game. Second and third down conversions, Scotty Miller, Mike Evans, Godwin, short passes that can open up big run plays and open up over-the-top passing. And then... Even that, I don't think, is enough purely alone to beat the Chiefs. For them to really beat the Chiefs, not only do they have to get those two things, but then I think Brady needs to be perfect. I think Brady cannot have the multiple interceptions that he did against Green Bay, and they come out of this game. So if you get a perfect Brady, you get a dominant uh game from your defensive line and able to sack Mahomes without bringing pressure. You're able to move the chains, control the the time of possession. And then, if they're able to win the turnover battle and get a play on special teams. If we're we're talking Monday morning about a big special teams play that went in favor of the Bucs, a block kick... Uh, a return for a touchdown, a huge uh, a, a block punt that sets up an easy gimme touchdown, uh, a, a Chiefs fumble on a on an attempt for a punt in the what will be probably bad weather in Tampa tomorrow night. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. All right, I'm choking on my my own spit here. Getting too excited. So if the if the Bucks are to win this game, I believe they need all of those things. They need Brady to be perfect, win the turnover battle. They need to control the the time of possession, short passes on second and third down that open up big run game opportunities, big breaking run plays, and big passing plays down the field. And they need that dominant showing from the defensive line. If they're able to do all five of those things, I guarantee you right now the Bucks will win the Super Bowl if on Monday morning they did all five of those things. If they do all five of those things, the Bucks will win the Super Bowl. But they're not going to do all five of those things. They may get four of them. They may get three of them. They may get four and a half of them. But it's not enough to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I I really do believe the Bucks will get two or three of those. I think they will get pressure with their front four against the beat-up Chiefs offensive line. I think they will be able to bring Mahomes down without bringing blitzers. And I do think Brady will be pretty close to perfect. I think they may even win the turnover battle. But can they also get the special teams play? Can they also be better than the Chiefs on third and second down passing? It's so much to ask from a team. It is so much to ask from a team. But if they do all of it, they will win. I guarantee it. I just don't think they will. I really have a feeling that the Chiefs have an opportunity here to build upon the legacy that's so unique. This Chiefs team is a team that can never be out of a game no matter what. They find themselves in these insane circumstances. Just absolutely mind-blowing circumstances. Okay, and the, and the Chiefs still are in the game, and they have they have an uh, uncanny ability the way they're built right now uh, to do that. I mean, Mahomes is special. 
and we all know this, and we keep saying it, but it has to be repeated. What he is doing is extraordinarily special. And with his unstoppable set of weapons in Hill and Kelsey, if you double Hill and Kelsey, if you take both Hill and Kelsey out of the game, they still look like they're going to have a a, a fairly healthy Watkins, Miko Harmon. You then still have Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Great running game. So many weapons. And their defense is good enough. It is a top 15 defense statistically right around the middle of the pack. We're not talking about a, a mid-20s defense that's completely been carried by their offense. And they have a lot like in a similar build to the Rams defense. Now, the Rams have more talent overall. But what makes the Rams unique and why you never count the Rams defense out is they have two ridiculously special guys. The Chiefs have that in Matthew and Jones. So they have those components as Jones or Matthew to make a game-breaking play. And and then you add in Andy Reid and his ability to call uh, an an incredible offensive game plan. The best offensive coach I've seen in my life of watching football. You add in all of that, the culture they've built around there, uh, the faith they have in their leadership and Mahomes. I think that Hill's going to have a big day. I think Kelsey's going to have a big day. And I think a lot of it's going to come in the fourth. That's why I started this saying, I do think we're going to get in a, a fairly exciting game, fairly close, kind of blow punches back and forth. Not a perfect game, fairly high scoring in the third. I think the Chiefs pull away in the fourth. Bucks maybe get a late score to make the score a little bit closer than you think. But I think uh, Mahomes makes the one or two big plays late that take this over the top. And the defense makes one play. They get the one fumble. They get the one interception on Brady, who's just not as sharp as he was five, six years ago. And I and I firmly believe uh, at this point in time the Chiefs win. Now, as I've said this, would I be shocked if the Buccaneers win? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Would not be shocked at all. I believe the Chiefs will win. And I believe they're going to win something around my final score prediction, 36-30. Uh, bet the over. I like the points in this game. I know it's going to be sloppy weather, and that's going to scare people. Think, oh, the sloppy weather is going to slow the scoring down. Not with these offenses. When you have great offenses, the bad weather only helps them. Yes, you slows down Hill a little bit, but it also slows down the defender, and Hill knows where he's going. Same thing with Evans. Same thing with Gronk. I have. I like the scoring in this game. I'm going 36-30 uh, Chiefs to win uh, in Tampa. Uh, and I, and I do think being in Tampa plays is going to play a factor in this in the, in, in this game and giving it, keeping Tampa involved in this game a little bit more. I really do feel that way. I think that's a it's a big storyline. Obviously, Spagnola is a huge part of this as well. I mean, you got to you have to you have to understand that Steve Spagnola, the the defensive coordinator for the uh, for the Chiefs, he's three and two against Brady lifetime. And one of those was that Super Bowl win with the Giants against the undefeated Patriots. So they have a game plan going in against the Tom Brady. They have an understanding of what Tom Brady wants to do. And Bruce Arians' offense certainly is not as clever or unique. I'm not as worried about Bruce Arians uh, as I am if this was Tom Brady with the Patriots. And what they're going to game plan over the two weeks going into it. I do think there is a coaching mismatch. I like Bruce Arians a lot, but I do think that Andy Reid 
is the better coach in this game as well. I mean, that plays into it. And, and honestly, and I respect pro football focus and their opinions on this. I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that, yes, Tampa Bay's got a lot of talent and a lot of depth, but the high-end talent in this game, the big-time playmakers, it's all can. It's a lot of it's Kansas City. Uh, Pro Football Focus they rank the top fifteen players in the Super Bowl. Four of the top five are Chiefs, and I agree with them. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Tom Brady. But then three, Kelsey. Four, Hill. Five, Chris Jones. I agree with that. Uh, and then. They have another top 10 player in, in Tyron Matthew. And the rest are Bucks. The Bucks dominate more of the depth. They do. But those special players in a big-time special game like Super Bowl 50, uh, 55, I like the Chiefs a lot. And, and let's also be honest. Let's just be honest. Either way you go in this game, you're, someone's going to lose and you're going to feel like an idiot for feeling like they're going to win. If I'm sitting here thinking the Chiefs are going to win, and I do, Monday morning if Tom Brady's holding his seventh Super Bowl trophy, we're going to all be like, duh, idiots, why did we bet against Brady? And if you're betting that Tom Brady's going to win and Monday morning Patrick Mahomes is gone back-to-back, he's got his second Super Bowl, we're going to be like, duh, idiot. Why did I bet against Patrick Mahomes? So it's kind of fun for us as a sports fans. It's a, it's a win-win this game. It's it's a it's the type of game quarterback play, especially so many great storylines, so much to talk about. Uh, and I think it's gonna be fascinating. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be close going into third. Chiefs pull away. Late score from Tampa makes it makes the score better, but Chiefs feel in control most of the game. I'll go uh, 36-30 once again. Chiefs take care of business in Super Bowl uh, 55. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, breaking news, Andy Reid's son. Uh, we'll try to digest a little bit about this. We're not going to speculate. We'll tell you what we know. And then what I think, if any, impact this has on the game. Don't go anywhere. You're listening on the Marker News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Your number one Honda Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Have you ever wanted to Oh, and the KHMO mobile app? Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Or if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can uh, get in on the fun on Facebook Live. Just search uh, On the Mark KHMO on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Especially on Twitter this weekend. Tomorrow is going to be a, a great Twitter day. I'll uh, go through all my bets and all that stuff a little bit later on, but we'll talk about that throughout the show. On the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. They are your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. They got that complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty and 0%, 0% right now on all new Hondas. They extended it. So 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. Okay, so Thursday night into uh, yesterday morning, there was an incident uh, in Kansas City, the Chiefs have not left. I think they're leaving right now today uh, for Tampa. So they've been, uh, which is different, obviously, because of COVID and everything that's going on. Uh, this I'm getting straight from ESPN. I'm reading straight off their website here. Uh, Adam uh, Teacher, the uh, ESPN staff writer, put this together. Chiefs outside linebackers coach Britt Reed, who is the son of head coach Andy Reed, 
was involved in a multi-car crash Thursday night that left a five-year-old child with life-threatening injuries and another child in that same vehicle injured, but non-life-threatening according to a statement and a police report. In the incident report, uh, this happened right near the Chiefs facility and the stadium, um, a vehicle struck and disabled another vehicle and then hit into another vehicle where a five-year-old child was hit in the back seat along with a four-year-old. The five-year-old um, was rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. The, st- the condition of the child is unknown. So obviously, first and foremost, we want to start by wishing nothing but uh, good health and uh, sending our thoughts to the people involved in this incident. Where we talk about it now on a football side, this is Andy Reid's son. And he is a coach on this defense, on this team. And according to a police officer statement, the KCPD, Britt Reid's eyes were bloodshot. The officer smelled a moderate odor of alcoholic beverages. And Britt Reid admitted to the police officer that he had two or three drinks and that he did take prescription Adderall. Now, obviously, the organization is aware of this. Uh, Britt Reid is not traveling with the team. No charges have been filed. Um, no arrests made. And that is, uh, from what I've read, standard practice where they got to wait for toxicology reports to come in uh, and all of that. So obviously, again, we want to wish nothing but thoughts and good health to everyone involved in the crash. And it's obviously very upsetting and disturbing whenever a child is involved and and multiple children involved uh, with life-threatening injuries. This is an absolute nightmare for any organization going into a playoff game, a Super Bowl, anything like this. I'm going to obviously talk about the sports side of this. There's a human side of this too. But besides the fact that he is a coach, Britt Reid, on the team, and now he's not traveling with the team, this is a ma- this is a distraction. You can't say that this is not a distraction. Obviously, it l- l- appears as though, and this is all speculation, Britt Reid was drinking and caused an accident that caused serious injuries to multiple people, including children. We will obviously talk further on this in the future when we know more of what happened and we get the police reports, we get the if arrests are made, if charges are dropped. So I'm not going to speculate on any of that. But I will say on that team playing today as you head down to Kansas City, obviously this is a topic in the back of people's minds, on those players' minds. And for an organization, for a head coach, things like this, as you're going into an extremely important game, it's a nightmare scenario from the football side and a distraction. And they're going to have to talk about it eventually, whether they win or they lose. It's now a news story. And uh, again, I want to take this opportunity to wish good thoughts and health to the people involved, the children especially, the five-year-old uh, with life-threatening uh, injuries, the four-year-old who was also taken to an area hospital but with non-life-threatening injuries. It's sad. It's upsetting that we appear to still live in a world where people make bad decisions like that, get behind the the wheel of a vehicle impaired. Apparently, that's what we're seeing. Uh, I will just say, though, 
This is something. It's not nothing that not only is he the son of the head coach, but he's a position coach on this team. A real coach, a linebacker's coach. Not just some, you know, oh, I give my son a job and he's, you know, a water boy. It's something. All right, when we come back, I want to move on from that. But it's breaking news. We obviously have to address it. Uh, ESPN's got a great, uh, great report on it. You can read the full thing there of Diana Rossini and, and everyone who's investigating what's going on. Again, I don't want to speculate any further. I will let the investigation happen, and uh, we'll report more on it next week and the following weeks and anything else that comes of it. Uh, when we come back from the break, though, Brett Favre talking to Sean Watson. I think it's ludicrous, and I'm going to throw some full support behind Deshaun Watson. Also, uh, how it impacts the trades, uh, Stafford going to L.A., plus Wentz and the rumors here now don't go anywhere. You listen on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app on the mark brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. During this critical time in the fight against coronavirus, there are many questions that need answers. One way to find them is to go to the CDC website of cdc.gov. If you need to call Blessing Health System to find an answer, call 277-3504. That's area code 217-277-3504. Call the Quincy Medical Group if you prefer at 217-277-4001. That's 217-277-4001. The Hannibal Regional Hospital number is 800-845-7405. That's 800-845-7405. Again, some of your answers can be found at the CDC website of cdc.gov. Hopefully you'll get your answers to your questions in this fight against coronavirus. And Town Square Media is glad to be of some assistance. Hi, I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. Down the street from my apartment is a property which now stands empty due to a fire. I've been living in this community for a while, but on this morning, I noticed something. There was a young and upcoming tree, but right next to it stood a light pole. What caught my attention was how the tree, in the midst of growing, recognized that there was an obstacle in its way. Now, instead of being defeated, this tree decided to spread its branches outwards, away from the pole. It wasn't waiting for the pole to move in order to live its best life. Something was in its way, but there was an option. What's in your way that's making you think of your growth as being hindered? If you can't move upward, spread your branches outward. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, 
and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Three begins at midnight tonight and continues until 11 a.m. tomorrow. A winter weather advisory begins at noon today and continues until 9 p.m. tonight. High temperatures reach up to 22 today under cloudy skies with snow likely. Winds out of the northeast, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Right now, 21. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. It's simple. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you would be doing yourself a massive disservice to not go to Cunis Honda Hyundai. Check out their massive selection, new and used. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you if you go. Open today. Closed on Sundays, and uh, they love to talk sports. So you go in those guys, tell Brad Bunch and Buxman and all them that Mark sent you, and the, if, if you start talking sports to them, they're, it's only going to make the car buying process a little bit longer. So maybe you, you want to button up a little bit, a bit there if you're trying to get in and out and get a good deal done quickly. All right, uh, let's obviously jump into it. One of the other big storylines from this week, and, and it's it's going to be a topic on our show and every sports talk show that talks football throughout the next couple months, depending on if the deal gets done or not, Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the Houston Texans, wanting out or wanting the ability to leave Houston. Uh, Brett Favre, Hall of Famer, uh, he's one of, uh, in my opinion, still one of my top five quarterbacks of all time. Uh, I think Brett Favre uh, was great. I, I still have him over Rodgers right now. That's just me. Anyways, Brett Favre said, and, and he, you know, doing the podcasts and, and out there in the media, and he's got a show now, and so getting a lot more uh, comments from Brett, said about the Deshaun Watson situation and Watson wanting to leave and, and telling the Texans that he wants to be traded. Brett Favre said, uh, this is from uh, CBS Sports, I'm getting this right now, you get paid a ton of money to do a certain job and just do it. And let the chips fall where they may. He went on to say, I think we make too much money to voice an opinion. But I'm not saying he's wrong. Again, I think it's a different day and time. And it'll be interesting to see how the organization handles it. First off, A, I think he's wrong here. Quarterbacks, listen, anyone out there who does a job, we have our whole lives to change jobs it's a great thing about living in this country, right? America, get the freedom to move to which state you want that has laws that suit you, whether it's based on religious beliefs or economic beliefs. Companies have the right to move from state to state. See a lot of companies leaving uh, Silicon Valley, heading to Texas, things like that. It's the same thing in this country for anyone who does a job where you go to college and you uh, want to be a, a lawyer, Start your own law firm. You can join someone's law firm. You can do law in multiple states or or your real estate agent. You can pick up and say, hey, I want to work for this company or I want to be on my own. I have all this freedom, all these choices to do whatever. Well, in sports, it is different. 
Because these leagues have these drafts, and you don't get to choose where to go. Your rights are drafted by a league and by a certain team. And the Houston Texans have shown very little of an ability to protect Deshaun Watson, keep him healthy. Remember that story two years ago where Deshaun had to ride on a bus to Jacksonville where the rest of the team flew because his lung got punctured? Because the offensive line was terrible because his head coach was also his GM? And he still played and gutted it out? Deshaun Watson has been the epitome of a team player for an organization. He has been the epitome of a, hey, I'm here to play, do my job. And when negotiating his big new deal in the offseason, he was promised all these things with the organization. Hey, we're going to talk to you. If things don't work out with Bill Bryan, we're going to have, we want your input on a GM. We want your input on a head coach. You're our guy. That's why we're paying you all this money. So we want you here. We want to build around you. And not only do they do none of those things that they promised him, they hire a guy in Nick Casario to be their GM who by all accounts is extraordinarily underqualified. And if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty of it, it feels like cult leadership in, in the Houston, Texas organization. Now, I'm not saying that any organization is better than others the way they're run, but based off of religious beliefs or not. But it appears as though the Houston Texans are putting religion before football. And what they think is good for their organization. So you hire this guy who's underqualified, who's kind of a religious, uh, does everything based on religion, not necessarily football and the way he works, to be the general manager, to then hire a coach. You don't even interview the right guys. It's a mess. So here's Watson saying, I've given you my health. You've taken years off my career with torn ACLs, punctured lungs, bad offensive lines. Look at what happened to poor Andrew Luck. He's not in the league right now. Andrew Luck is not in the league right now because of poor organizational leadership and keeping their franchise quarterback healthy. And Deshaun Watson's looking at this going, I want to play in this league for years. I got my money now, but I don't want to just play for two more years like Andrew Luck was playing, get so beat up that I got to retire and then not get to play. Deshaun Watson wants to win Super Bowls. So he wants out. So he's using the leverage he has to say, all right, I gave you time. I gave you years. You get, you promised me things in return. You breached those promises very publicly. I don't want to play for you anymore. I do not want to be a part of your organization. I don't. And, and we as, as regular employees have the freedom to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. If my boss is lying to me, then they fire people, they lie to me some more, and then hire new people that are not qualified to help me continue succeeding at my job, of course I'm going to want out, whether I'm a radio host or a a painter, a real estate agent, a doctor, whatever it may be, of course you're going to be unhappy with your job and say, I want out of here. And it makes even more sense when you're really, really good at your job, like top five in the world at your job, for you to say, 
Yeah, why should I commit years and time and energy and health to your crappy organization that can't get it right? I, I to- support Deshaun Watson a million percent. If Deshaun Watson was Patrick, if, if, if Patrick Mahomes was sitting there going, you know what? I want out. I don't like the Hunt family. I don't like Andy Reid. I don't like the organization and the GM. I'd sit there and say, you're an idiot. Shut up. You're not smart. Whoever's advising you is stupid. We don't give Matt Stafford crap for wanting out of Detroit because he gave them 10-plus years and finally said, all right, now that I'm on my fourth head coach, I think it's time for me to get out of here. I think it's time for us to mutually part ways. And the Lions handled it brilliantly. They said, you know what? We respect that. You're under contract, but we have kind of failed you. It's not exactly working. So let's mutually part ways and let's get a haul and let's go in a different direction. That makes sense. And this brings me to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz doesn't have the legs to stand on to complain like Deshaun Watson. He just doesn't. He doesn't. First off, A, he's not a top five quarterback anymore. Consider that. His injuries have not been because of the failures of the organization to necessarily protect him. And it's his own disagreement with the coaches that got the coaches fired. It's a different situation. Carson Wentz in there going, I don't want to be in Philly. Philly's been bad to me. That's not as accurate as Deshaun Watson's situation. I still support Carson Wentz saying, I want out. I don't want to play for it. I think Philly made some really dumb coaching hires and decisions. I still support Carson Wentz saying, I want out of there. But for anyone to sit there and call Deshaun Watson a, hey, kind of shut up and play as as, as Brett Favre. And money, the, the money thing is so overblown to me. I am so, and I've said this on the show before. Anyone who makes the argument, oh, quarterbacks should just shut up because look at what teachers make. That is the worst dumb guy sports bar argument of all time. Of all time. First off, A, we all agree, especially after the past 10 months, teachers are criminally underpaid. We agree. I agree. Teachers should be paid ridiculously more. Especially the good ones. Especially the good ones who have been battling through this pandemic. But that has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson, what he gets paid. Because there are only 32 starting quarterback jobs in the world that matter. There's some stupid leagues, whatever. There are 32 starting quarterback jobs in the world that matter. There's a lot of teacher jobs. There's a lot of radio, stupid radio guy jobs. Okay, so that the money thing is just is stupid. It, it, don't bring the money into it. First off, a hey, Brett, you made a lot of money in your career too. And going back to Brett, Brett, you wanted to leave an organization that was well run, that gave you support, that gave you weapons, offensive line, that made you a Hall of Famer, and then you got mad and whiny at the end when Rodgers was better than you in camp, and they were like, All right, I think we're gonna have to play this kid. That's on you. That has nothing to do with with Watson's situation. It's a completely different situation. I support Deshaun Watson 100%. 
Honestly, I'm at the point that any player who wants out of Houston should have a right to want out of Houston. They are run extraordinarily poorly right now. It's like a religious cult in Houston, not a football team. Same frustrations I have with my own Bears organization in a different level. They, they don't have football people in the leadership positions. They actually know what they're doing. And then you have a, a general manager in Ryan Pace who's made bad decisions, some good, some bad. But if your general manager is not the elite of the elite and you don't have a president who's a football guy who can help out and really help guide and lead the team, it's the same thing. Any player wants to leave a bad organization who's not helping them. They have such a short window to be great, to, to become a Hall of Famer, all this, that, and the other. I support Deshaun Watson. Brett Favre, you're great. I still love you. All-time great quarterback. You're wrong on this. And you should know better because you forced your way out of a good organization. Deshaun's just trying to get out of a, a religious cult in the Houston Texans that aren't supporting him. And they lied to his face. Any employee, this is America. Any employee should have the power to leave a company, to leave an organization if they if they're being lied to and their organization is not helping them succeed. It's America, baby. I support Sean Watson. All right, when we come back, prop bets, little Super Bowl fun to wrap up the show, some funny kind of crazy stats as well. Don't go anywhere. You'll listen on the market News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith Family Giving Back. Life. Retirement worries shouldn't get in the way, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. But many Americans are finding that retiring on a fixed income is hard. BenefitsCheckup.org is a free website from the National Council on Aging. With just a few clicks, you can see if you qualify for thousands of dollars to pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. BenefitsCheckup.org. You've earned this. This message is supported by the Administration for Community Living. I'm Dr. Gordon Christensen. When I became a dentist, I learned how quickly poor oral health can lead to other serious health problems. I wanted to help, so I joined DLN. Join me in seeing one patient per year. Visit willyouseone.org. We are Hometown News Talk, 1070 KHMO. I'm late. Sorry, I'm talking to Facebook Live. It's on the market here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Honda extended 0%. Check it out. They did it. Tell them Mark sent you 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Shout out to Jason Buxman, the great guys over at Cunis Honda Hyundai. Okay, um, as always, follow me on Twitter at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N for full, you know, coverage and talk during Super Bowl weekend. Uh, we're going to get into some of the prop bets here now. These are some of the ones that I really like. If you are doing a little prop betting and you want to get into it, uh, 300 plus yards passing and a win. Brady is plus 325 of that. That's great value. Uh, mainly because if you think the Bucks are going to win, if you're betting the Bucks to win, add that on. If the Bucks win, Brady's going to have over 300 yards passing. That's a fact, in my opinion. They're not winning if he doesn't. So that, I, I really like that one. Good value there. I get all this from DraftKings. I play DraftKings. Not sponsored by DraftKings. DraftKings, if you want to sponsor me, I'm right here. Sponsor away. Um, you also have um, 100-plus yards receiving and a win for Tyree Kill. That's plus money at 200. 
I love that. I, I definitely think Tyreek Hill is going to get over 100 yards receiving, and I think that the Chiefs are going to win. So that's a simple one you can sprinkle some money on and make a little extra. Uh, some of the other, I think, three touchdown passes and a win for Brady. Again, if you think the Bucks are going to win, if you're out there and you're betting money the Bucks are winning, add that prop on. I do think Tom Brady will have three touchdown passes for the Bucks to win, and that's a plus 300. It's good money there. A lead change in the first quarter is plus 295. That's great. That's great value. I, I like, I love the fact there's going to be a lead change in the first quarter, whether it's, uh, the Bucks taking the ball first, getting a field goal or a touchdown, or the Chiefs taking the ball down. And get, like, there's going to be a lead change, I think, in the first quarter. And that's a plus 295. Uh, especially when you look at Brady's history in Super Bowls, Brady in the first quarter, uh, has scored zero pretty much every time and three once. So I feel the Chiefs going to score in the first quarter. Brady might get the ball first. Get an, I just love that at plus 295. Uh, any ruling to be overturned by a coach's challenge plus 115. I love this. I do think there will be coaches challenges in this, in this game. When you add in the weather, especially as a factor, I think that plays a, a role in coaches challenges. And what you see in Super Bowls a lot, especially is the refs are going to want to just call it and then go to replay. If it's anything ticky-tack, you're 50-50, the refs are going to say, all right, just let it go or call it, and then you get the coach's challenges. Because you can always go to challenges and replays in that way as well. Um, I also love the opening kickoff to result in a touchback. Two Plus 230 on no. The jitters, strat, uh, str- uh, strategy, I think the Chiefs love to return the ball no matter what. they got speed guys. The weather could play a factor in this. I got in on this. I don't know if it's still 220 this morning, but uh, 230 this morning, but I, I love that. Uh, and then one other I love, the fat man touchdown. Plus 800 for a fat guy to, to score a touchdown, meaning an offensive line or defensive line. Whether it's Chris Jones and a sack fumble recovery for a touchdown or whether the Bucks get creative and they uh, they throw it to Tristan Wirfs or tackle or something in a trick play, plus 800 is just fun. You know, put a couple bucks on it. Make good money. Uh, I will say gamble responsibly. I will say that I have $50 on this game in total. Uh, I did bet the Chiefs money line. Uh, I feel com- I feel enough confident in that. I got it uh, with an odds boost thanks to DraftKings as well. Uh, is, again, if you want more gambling stuff from me, on Twitter, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Let me leave you with a couple things that I think are interesting. The last time a defending champion returned to the Super Bowl and won was the Patriots in 2003-2004. The Patriots lost in 17 to the Eagles, and they lost, uh, the Seahawks lost to the Patriots after beating the Broncos. So the, the, the Chiefs have a little bit of an uphill battle to climb here in, in the fact that it hasn't happened where a returning Super Bowl's got back there and won. Since 0304. I think that plays a slight factor in it. I saw this stat floating around. You see a lot of these, you know, as you're leading up to the Super Bowl. Brady's had 10 Super Bowl trips. If you add in Peyton Manning, Big Ben, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers, his main contemporaries, they total equal nine Super Bowl trips. Total. Uh, Brady's just insane. 
College stats in in Brady's college career at Michigan, he threw for 4,773 yards and 30 touchdowns. In Patrick Mahomes' junior season, he threw for 5,000 yards and 41 touchdowns. Isn't that crazy? That's just crazy. And finally, I think this is the one I I, want to leave on. Tom Brady will start the Super Bowl at 43 years old. Steve Young, Dan Marino, John Elway, Joe Montano, and Otto Graham all were elected to the Hall of Fame at age 43. Tom's doing uh, what we've never seen before. He is the only one. Him and, and LeBron James are literally pushing back father time. Thank you so much for uh, making us a part of your Saturday morning as always. Uh, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hesman. We have a fun day of football tomorrow. Interact. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the Facebook Live. If you watch in there, if you want to check out the Facebook Live or listen to the podcast later if you're catching a bit of the show, end of it, check it out. I'll post it on the On The Mark KHMO Facebook page. So search On The Mark, all one word, On The Mark KHMO on Facebook. Follow me there. You can like stuff and share stuff and get involved with the conversation. Enjoy your Super Bowl weekend. Be safe. If you're drinking, don't drive. I shouldn't have it to say it, but we're going to say it. Uh, be responsible. Gamble responsibly. I know I did. Oh, 50 bucks. It's Super Bowl. Come, you know, 50 bucks over like five different bets, something like that. Uh, we'll see you next week. I got the Chiefs 36-30 over the Bucks. Yeah.